This is Daisen QEX, the podcast, episode 244, for the week of January 9th, 2011. Welcome to Daisen QEX, the podcast, an extension of two all encompassing Dragon Ball. Well, all right, three. I always three. forget to put that in there. Thanks. But, uh, we got Daisen QEX over here, across from me. Is the relic of Temple of Trunks. Thank you for your kind words. Uh, And we also got... Constantine! That's right, we all cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. The aforementioned relic. Like its owner, the relic of her former self. (laughs) Mary, what's up, yeah? Hi, what's up to you? Feeling good? Feeling good in the neighborhood. You were sleeping early, but you're awake now. I wasn't really asleep. You were Tara kept our cat kept coming up to us or me on the couch and meowing in my face. <laughs> so I never quite got to sleep. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Heath from Constantine. Welcome to the show, dude. Thanks for having me. And when I say welcome, you know, when I split up, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Because there are two L's in there, even. On the same wavelength. I love it. So we got Mary over here. We got Heath out there on the internet. That leaves me. My name is Mike Vegito EX, ringleader of the circus that is this abomination of a podcast that we do nearly every single week. You're an abomination. I'm an abomination. <laughs> yes. What does that even mean? I don't know. You said it first. All right. Uh, we had a little bit of a wonky schedule. I kind of released an episode midweek, so I kind of counted that as almost four, two weeks of the show, but now we're getting back on the uh, regular schedule coming out on a Sunday or a Monday. We got some good stuff to go over this episode on the show. We're going to cover the last couple weeks of news because our last episode on the show was a recap of all of 2010. And there was no news in 2010. No, nothing happened at all. Slowest year in Dragon Ball ever's. But we got sarcasm. <laughs> like biting sarcasm. Strongly implied. Gnawing into you there. We got some uh, new news that we're going to talk about. Some pretty important stuff, too. So uh, we're going to spend some time on that because one of them involves Toei and Funimation and streaming. It's one of those, the news becomes a mini topic before we get to the topic. And then for the actual topic of the show, we're going to review Hironobu Kageyama's Battle of Omega CD single. It's the opening theme to Raging Blast 2. But before we get to the news and all that stuff, I do have a couple bits of what I consider very interesting housekeeping, and that is the new album art for the podcast. If you are listening to it on your phone or your iPod or watching it on the... Not watching it, looking at it on the computer. Oh my god. Um, Kiran? Kiran? Cran. <laughs> Let's just go with the Dragon Ball puns and say Cran. The uh, I, I was given a pronunciation guide. However, sometimes pronunciation guides aren't always the best. So I'm just going to say Karen from the UK, graphic designer, put together the most amazing new album art for this podcast, which evokes the original Tonkobone covers. It uses the awesome image of Goku in the record player that I've always used for the podcast. Amazing stuff. It's the kind of thing I always meant to do. I wanted to hold a contest to do get new awesome album art, and I've been meaning to do it, as I said in my email back, for about 243 episodes, <laughs> and just never got around to doing it. So it's a great addition to the show, um, identifies the podcast on the homepage of the site. 
Very glad. Oh my god, so glad to have that. Only other things I want to mention, just some reviews going up on the site. We put up the Battle of Omega, <laughs> kind of full written review on there. I've got Dragon Ball Movie 1 coming soon as well. A couple little aesthetic things on the homepage. There's stories behind how the 13 came to be. There was an entire other project before what ended up there, and I spent... Way too much time in Photoshop before I realized that two numbers are on different perspectives. It would never work. I <laughs> Try as you might. And then, I know exactly where you're coming from. Because <laughs> you... It's sad to say. <laughs> you know those numbers in Dazenji 1. You know exactly yes. what I was doing. I got to tell you, Heath, I went in, I did color replacements, I re-added grain to match the texture after I changed everything. They just didn't work next to each other, And man. when you're anal... Like we are. It just never works. It just didn't. So then I took the 13 from the Kanzenbaum cover and threw 13 over top of it in like, what, 30 <laughs> seconds? 30 seconds of work replaced. I honestly, I think I spent about 90 minutes trying to do the other stuff. I think that's just giving up. <laughs> I'd like to see it replaced when you feel like putting in more effort. You know what? I did save the PSD of it. Okay. So maybe you uh, can revisit it after a couple I'll weeks of arrest show or something. But uh, yeah, so Dizen Two EX, we're uh, thirteen now. Lucky you're year number uh, thirteen. You're a moody teenager. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Years ago. Uh, Mary, your site is coming up on existing for that many years too. Sort of, kind of. Yeah. Like, you say March now. March. Yeah. Your March uh, ninety eight. I guess it would be. Fantastic. So uh, just uh, throwing that out there, Dizen. QEX kick in for quite a long time. Heath, uh, I noticed you did a couple little things over on Constant High too, though. Yeah, you kind of stole my thunder. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I've been working on this for like a month. Oh, and all of a sudden, I get this. You work for a month on stuff. I replace a couple images and go, woo, look at me. I know. <laughs> what, do you want a hug? Can you give internet hugs? <laughs> yes. I'm setting it through the tubes. <laughs> no, it was... It, I, it's not like I worked on it a month straight. It was no, just, I'd work on it for like a day, and then I'd forget about it. Yeah. And then Jake would come up with a suggestion, and I'd be like, okay, I can try that. Nice. It just all morphed into one giant update project thing. Yeah, you can go check it out. It looks different. That's about all I can tell you. Unless you want to dig through the code, then you can really tell that it's different. And you and I have done that to each other before, so. Yes, we have. Oh we my know God. are out there. Wow. Yeah, we're, we're close wow. friends. We dig into each other's code. For anyone that cares, I mean, I switched over from using tables as a basic structure to using CSS Ugh. with division yes. tags. Nice. <laughs> good job. I refuse to evolve. I'm stuck in the 90s. Oh my god, Mike. All right. What do you do for a living? <laughs> I know, right? That's so wrong. Uh, enough of the inside baseball. Shall we uh, get on to the Dragon Ball news here, folks? Oh, right. Dragon Ball. This one is short, but it's fun and ends up with me spending money. Although it's kind of free money because credits on places. But the Bakuman anime is coming out. Uh, I guess Bakuman, I don't know a whole lot about it. So this is kind of this cursory glance at stuff and I'm hoping I'm right. I guess it's this ongoing series in Jump. It's apparently about two friends who want to be these big time mangaka. And at least one of them worships Toriyama. Sounds like it's mentioned a few times. Toriyama and Dragon Ball in the series there. The anime's been airing on TV, and it's just about to start being released on DVD and Blu-ray. Volume 1 of it, which contains just the first episode, it's one of those episode 1, volume 1s, limited edition's gonna come with a bonus CD that has some cover songs on it, and that one's gonna have a cover of Chala Hedchala. That is due out at the end of this month. Then in February, volume 2, it's gonna be a little more standard, episodes 2 through 4, I think it is. Uh, the limited edition of that comes with a bonus CD with some cover songs. That's 
going to have a cover of Makafushigi Adobensha, the first opening. Wow. No, the only opening <laughs> to uh, the first Dragon Ball TV series. Like I said, that one's due out in February. We know on that one that Satoshi Hino, who's a voice actor for one of the characters, will be singing on that one. I don't know if he's doing the songs on that first release. I did order, I didn't go for the Blu-ray, I just got the DVD limited edition. Like I said, it's just one of those episode one releases and it's cheap, so I tossed that into an order. Mary, I was telling you about this, I got two of the Legend of Cyan figures as well. It's kind of the follow-up to Frieza's Force. Yes, which with, we loved. Oh god, with all the Cyan characters, I forgot that this was out, and by the time I placed my order, so many were oh, sold yeah, out. yeah, you said you were kind of screwed there. Oh, I, was pissed. I ended up getting Bardock and Super Saiyan Gohan. That's fine, because so. I, I think we have like a big Bardock figure. So it'll be cute to have a small one. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know if we have a super sign to Gohan. No, it's just one. It's um at the beginning of the cell game with the cape. Oh, okay. I don't know if we have anyway. So that's kind of personal stuff with this. But here's this very interesting thing. I mean, it's kind of like this meta weird extra inclusions. I'm hoping it doesn't go further than volume two because. I can't spend $70. On a show that you don't watch. On a show that I care absolutely nothing about. Where's your commitment, Mike? Well, my commitment's with Volume 1. That's as far as I'm willing to go. Okay. Well, that's uh, fair enough. At least talk about that cover of Head Chala. And that's fine because, you know, I got to collect all the Head Chala covers anyway. So that's it. Uh, Heath, tell me about <laughs> more shameless merchandise coming out over there. I, they just love to do this, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So, Von Presso announced a new line of figures that they'd be coming out called the Master Stars piece, and they're going to cover a couple different series. I know uh, Naruto, Shippen, and One Piece, and there was some other series that I had never heard of and whatnot. But among them is Dragon Ball, and unlike all of the other series, they've announced they will be holding a Zokei Tenkaichi Budokai, and basically all they're doing is having ten model makers design their own figures they're posting pictures online and you can go vote they're doing it in a tournament style where the fans actually get to pick which figure is released for dragon ball that's That's really that's badass so and you can tell that they're kind of they kind of know that international people are voting because a lot of the sites in english oh wow i actually didn't click through to the site i was just looking on your site there yeah if you start clicking through it it's pretty neat i mean a lot of the voting is actually written japanese but it's really easy to follow that's cool prompt that says yes no do we have any kind of time frame on when this is all kind of finishing up and coming Uh, out the first round is supposed to end uh the end of january 2011 and then that will be the first round so they'll go from 10 models down to five and whatnot which gotcha. I'm not sure how the five's going to work, because now you have an odd number. <laughs> right, but right. Whatever. So it's going to keep going, and they uh, they showed all the figures at Jump Festa, so if anybody went, you could have seen those. But they're really detailed pictures that they have up online. You can do a 360 view of each figure. Oh, wow, that's really neat. You can zoom in on different parts, so I think it's worth a look. And they're actually pretty cool figures, so... Looking forward to that. So whatever yeah. the winner will be, we'll probably have to buy. I have to say one of my favorites is they did uh, Son Goku with his uh was it his shirt that he wore when he was learning to drive with piccolo nice 
Oh, I would okay. buy that in a second. He's not Super Saiyan or anything. It's just normal Goku with tennis shoes on. Oh, I love that. We, I think, Mary, you and I have talked about that before. Just Dragon Ball characters in street clothes. I want Post Boy Piccolo. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Is that it for that? I think so. I, w- I will mention that uh, Zoke just in Japanese is model. Okay. So it's it's nothing fancy. It's just, you know, the world's number one model martial arts tournament. Right. If you're going to say Tenkaichi Budoka, I might as well keep the Zoke right. in Japanese. All right. So here's a fun little tidbit that I'm going to have to dig more into and make sure Julian picks up. There's a new book coming out in February. It seems to be one of those unofficial guidebooks, but it's in Japan. It's called Dragon Boru no Shinkaron. The Shinkaron seems to be something like evolution or the theory of evolution. It has nothing to do with the live-action movie, though. This is coming out on February 25th from Misaki Tetsu. It seems to be something about the series' popularity and possibly in contrast yeah. with some intellectual series, I know that some Miyazaki stuff and Evangelion was mentioned. From what I can kind of infer from what little I can read, it's something like, why is this series so popular? Because it is so popular, and why isn't it highly regarded with these other series if it is so amazingly popular? I gotta get Julian to pick this book up. Yeah, it. I didn't even know about this. It's not even listed on Jump's official site. No, I don't think it's going to be any kind of official from anyone it's kind of like the shitty ones that we've talked a little bit about here on the show it's weird because uh shin karun is is actual term that they use in japan for like the evolutionary theory right so it's kind of a weird phrase to use for it but i guess i could see it i have to imagine that that's a little tongue-in-cheek right it's i don't know it's a little too close but it is written out in japanese it is not dragon ball evolution so anyway just something to keep an eye out and hopefully julian can read it for us in february yeah the, the first thing that threw when i was looking at the amazon listing is says evangelion yeah right it's like what, what the hell i mean i love ava and i would love to read something that talks about the two series if you can find a way to talk about them together people yeah. watch them both yeah people they watch both them. have lots of figures the end well, it looks off. like it because they list um jump issues as far as like in japan that they've sold 1.52 million copies and yeah, worldwide yeah. they've sold so many because the first sentence starts out as the unprecedented mega hit comic dragon ball well it is so that makes sense yeah. so unprecedented such a mega hit except for that one piece thing that came a little later <laughs> exactly so anyway something to keep an eye on um this just hitting today i'm kind of glad we didn't get around to recording last night because we get to talk about this now too new and i put in quotes Possibly the final Dragon Ball Kai music CDs coming out in February. Just saw listings for them. I think they went up within the last 12 hours or so. They haven't even hit all the sites yet. Amazon Japan has them. First one, these are both due on the same day on February 23rd. The first one is Dragon Ball Kai Original Soundtrack 4. That's coming out for 2,960 yen. This we would kind of expect to come out at some point although uh, kenny sue did a great job on the forum breaking down like there's not a whole lot of music that hasn't been actually included already if there's any minor variations maybe they can make a disc out of it yeah like karaoke traps so they could put on uh, more synth versions and guitar yeah. versions right uh we don't have a track listing for this yet but it's probably going to be that standard the opening the ending tv size versions and some background music. But here's the juicy one. The kicker. 
Dragon Ball Kai Complete Song Collection, also due out on February 23rd for 2,625 yen. What does this mean? Let me remind you, there was a CD simply called Dragon Ball Kai Song Collection, without the word complete in it. That came out in November 2009. It had 11 tracks on it. All 11 of those tracks will be on this new CD. This new CD will also contain Kokoro no Hane, which is the current closing theme to Kai. It will also contain those three new vocal songs, which we've talked a lot about recently. They were used as insert songs in the show. They originally appeared on last September's Kai Soundtrack 3 and Songs. So here we go. CD coming out in February is called Dragon Ball Kai Complete Song Collection is a very simple smushing together of a couple things. Yeah, I kind of raised my eyebrows when you told me the title of that one. It's coming out pretty soon, and we think the cell arc's going to be ending probably March-ish, April-ish, probably. And what the hell's going on? I mean... You can guys. You can on. insinuate many things. They're not going to make any more vocal tracks for the Boo arc. Well, that's certainly <laughs> one thing you could read into it. I'm I'm thinking that my 2011 prediction may be coming true. <laughs> Me too. I mean, they've used complete before and then have released other things later. It's not like that's unprecedented. But to have this come so soon and just be such a quick collection of things that were so recent, I don't know, guys. Quick money grab? Well, I mean, that's of course what I want to call it, because clearly it, there's no reason why you can't just buy the other two CDs. Sure, it's going to be cheaper if you want just all the vocal songs, get this one CD, but this is the kind of thing you release, you know, a year or two after it's all done, not before it finishes. It is kind of weird, because the they've already announced through the end of the Cell arc when like the DVDs and Blu-rays are coming out. Mm-hmm. Those won't end until August. Yeah, I think I saw August on them. So... <laughs> I mean, this is way before anything video-related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What else can we say about this? I was totally blindsided. I mean, Soundtrack 4, okay, I can see that coming out. Maybe they're just doing this all to completely mess with us. I know, like, I know, oh, I know. Oh, yeah, it's all done, and then, yeah, they hey, want we're us, doing it. They don't want us to have correct predictions. So weird, so weird. So, again, we have absolutely no idea. All we have are these little tidbits hinting at... <sighs> Kai being done, but we don't know. So. No, yeah, because no one likes to come out and actually say anything. No. Until no. like two weeks before it's due. And Heath, that reminds me, the uh, Dragon Ball special talks thing, I don't think any news came out of that from Jump Festa, right? Mm, no, I didn't see anything. So we've got no confirmations on anything, no comments about the Toriko thing. Nothing. So we're just going to have to keep an eye on it. That's the best we can do. I think we're all going to learn about this together. Because even a lot of Japanese blog sites, I mean, they've all been speculating still. Everything's still speculation in Japan, even. They don't, nobody over there knows. No, it's collectively all of us. So, And it's so fun to be that way because we've never had that opportunity to be on the same footing as the Japanese. To be as clueless as the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's Uh great. Uh, Heath, I'm going to let you set up our final bit of news. This is going to be a a mini topic before the topic. I think this one's going to be a whopper. So on January 3rd, I think Mike and I both rushed the computer at the same time because we got (laughs) press releases from Funimation noting that they would be streaming Dragon Ball Z on a 
couple of sites, actually. But they specifically noted that it would be in the U.S. and Canada. Ah, interesting. So uh, they reached some sort of agreement with Toei. Who knows what behind-the-doors thing went on. Uh, it will begin Saturday, January 15th at 7.30 p.m., which will be right before the One Piece simulcast, which goes up at 8 p.m. So... The one thing that most fans are very happy about, you can have it in either English dubbed uncut, or you can watch it in Japanese with English subtitles. I am shocked that they are doing both versions. I That's just so cool of them. I mean, it's awesome. Do not get me wrong. It's exactly what I want. However, oh, yeah. never saw that coming to my lord. No, I mean, I said to Mike when first told me this oh okay well our 2011 predictions already gone to hell <laughs> i mean it's like two days into the three, year three days we got three days in before a brick fell yeah Co- no one could have predicted this and then here comes more <laughs> and then we could build a house with yes. those bricks jeez a house of shame so we're not predicting on their sites in hulu now before we get into some of the other specifics i know a lot of people have been saying hulu doesn't actually work properly in Canada. A lot of it's IP blocked. So is there something special that's going to go on? Because don't they host all of their streaming stuff with Hulu's player? Um, I don't know if they do. I know that it is on Hulu, but I haven't checked if they I'll be just... honest. I just don't watch streaming anime online. So. I don't either. I like to sit on my couch. Yeah. I don't like to sit on my computer because that's what I do all day at work. I mean, we can... But hey, I mean, there's obviously a market for this stuff if they're pulling a deal oh, yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, And there's Hulu Plus and you can hook up a laptop. I mean, we've done that before. Hooked it up to the Not TV. well, but yes. <laughs> right. Um. So, all right, Heath, keep going with some of these specifics. All here. right. It's so, nitty gritty. I know. They, they released this and they were kind of hit and miss with certain points. You know, giving us some details, but leaving some out. But one of the big ones that even floated past a couple people when they first read it was the press release said that they would, at some point, also be streaming chapters, quote-unquote, of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball GT, and Dragon Ball Z Kai. So not only will we get Dragon Ball Z, but they'll continue on with the other series as well at some point. That's a huge amount. Although, and I've seen people ask this too, Mary, I think you asked me the same thing. So what actually goes up first? Well, it sounds like it's just going to be episode one of Dragon Ball Z goes that's up. That's so interesting. January 15th. Kai's the thing that's on TV I right know, now. I know. Yeah, it just seems kind of weird that they wouldn't go with Z Kai and then after, you know, come back. But it's almost like maybe there's something that, oh, they're not quite sure if Z-Kai is going to end, so we'll do z I mean, who knows? It's it's weird. And who knows what Toei may have asked well, for? Well, that's the big thing there. Yeah. We, well, there's a couple other things going on. The Kai episodes, the Nicktoons edits of them, are hosted in batches on the Nicktoons site. So those have kind of been streaming before, although they've been the censored dub-only oh, versions. Oh, right. I kind of forgot True. about that. So, that makes I mean, sense. At least it's not the CW4Kids version. It's the Nicktoons edit of it. So those have kind of been out there, but I wonder if maybe that's why this Hulu initiative is not starting with Kai. Maybe Nicktoons got some kind of rap. I mean, we didn't really give that a whole lot of attention, but that was kind of a big deal that Nicktoons has been hosting full episodes of the show for streaming. I mean, they could also be doing a... We're going to do Z first since... Right now, they're really pushing Z-Kai for sale on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, they're also doing the Dragon Boxes, so... Right. I don't know, it could go either way. Well, so we know it's starting with Z, and this other stuff will come at some point. We don't 
have any clue what schedule it is. But then the next question is, all right, what are the video masters going to be for this streaming? More speculation, yay! Oh, I mean, for Z in particular, we have some horrible nightmares that could come to fruition. And they, they could have like four or five different sources. Yeah. For Z. It could be their old 4x3 masters. It could be the Orange Brick masters. It could be the Dragon Box masters. It could be any of those three things for Z. They could start off with the ultimate uncut I know. edition and then switch over to the old 4-3 that they had. And oh, it could be a big hodgepodge. Who knows? I mean, you could say, oh, it's just online streaming, whatever. But the Hulu stuff, they do 480p streaming. And it looks really nice when it's blown up. So... Feel like whatever the master is will be relevant to your online viewing experience and then of course on the dub side you get into or what musical score are they going to be using i think at this point we can all pretty much assume it's going to be original score across the board right i it seems like they're really moving in that direction especially because that's what all their other anime has been doing and uh, dragon ball is really one of those lone animes that they have that originally had its new dub soundtrack so yeah, yeah. Uh, even with the Dragon Boxes, we saw they, they pitched that out and went with the Japanese score. And it I believe they've done that with the blue boxes or the blue bricks for Dragon Ball. Well, with Dragon Ball, the first TV series always used the original score anyway, so that's right. totally fine. With GT, I don't own the, the green bricks. I'm not sure if the default track... The default track on those is obviously a dub, but I'm not sure if the default dub track is the one with the original Japanese score or if, with, or if it's with uh, the replacement score. Be interesting to see. As if uh, default across the board now for these sets is with the original Japanese music, then uh, I think that's a pretty good indication. Not that any of us here are ever going to watch a dubbed version of Dragon Ball on a streaming site, but just for the sake of a collective awesome viewing experience, I think we're all hoping for across-the-board awesomeness. But then you get into things like, well, other properties of Toei's that have streamed online, even from their sub-licensors, have had things like the Japanese title cards for everything, and even some sponsor cards. So, is it going to be a separate master from Toei that has that kind of stuff? If it has sponsor cards, I'm going to be pissed. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's going to be fascinating to see go down. We've got, uh, what, like a week before this all happens? Yep. Yeah, next Saturday. Man. So, other than things like Nicktoons streaming, um, we had the Jump Super Anime Tour special back in 08, which was global and subbed in multiple languages that was kind of the Which, big one you know a lot of people have been requesting that and funimation has actually said yes we'd like to get it but we can't really say much more right on that we always get that answer this right. would be a great chance because i'm sure they already have the subs for it they already have a digital copy that they streamed i mean it right. really would not be that hard somebody could probably email it to somebody else <laughs> right right i mean get it up there so but uh, the one thing they also didn't mention were movies yeah like tv specials and things like that so. i don't know i don't think we'll see anything like that i think they'll right. see just tv series who can say at this point we couldn't have predicted this yeah <laughs> definitely so uh yeah dragon ball is going to be streaming welcome to what century is this but it's Fukunaga, CEO of Funimation, said that, you know, this is one of the crown jewels. And it's true. Dragon Ball has always been so closely held by Toei that in Sailor Moon, they don't get to go out and play with the other kids like everything else does. Although we did just see that Sailor Moon's getting an Italian exclusive DS game. That's crazy. It's wild. But uh, so, yeah, Dragon Ball streaming. This is going to be something we keep an eye on and. I certainly don't have a problem checking out an episode just sitting around at a computer and like, huh, oh, let me hop over to the site and click play. 
Well, and with everything that they've been doing with the series, a lot of people have been predicting this was really going to have to be the next step because you can only put out the same thing on DVD so many times. Right, right. And I wrote an article about this probably a few years back. It's people are so proud to be downloading the series and it's so big. Today's world, you have to compete with free. There's nothing you can do about it. So you got to put it out there. And if you can get some ad revenue while providing a better quality and easy to use product might as well that's uh streaming that's our news fun shit what a whirlwind ride we were talking about music earlier let's talk some more about music this is just a short little cd single but it's a fun one we're gonna talk about battle of omega noted before performed by the musical voice of dbz himself hironobu Kageyama is the opening theme to Raging Blast 2, which is the most recent game for now, up until next month anyway, on the PS3 and the 360. CD single came out on December 22nd, so it was like a month and a half after the game came out. 1,200 yen, so it's like 12, 13, 14, 20 gazillion dollars, depending on the exchange rate. Comes to us from Atlantis. They're the ones putting out all the game music over the last couple of years. LACM 4775 for tracks. Before we get to the music, I always like to talk about the packaging. <laughs> the packaging. This is like the most interesting aspect of this whole release. It is. I well, hate to say it. It's funny, you know. We do the review on the website, and we do the review here on the podcast. The website, the packaging makes more sense to cover because it's all visual. On the podcast, the audio itself makes more sense to cover. So we do both. Right. And it works out. And you can use your imaginations for the visual part and then just go to the site. Just go to the site and scroll along as we're uh, talking here. So the cover art of the CD single, just like progression from last year with Raging Blast 1, it's just the main image of the game over top this reddish-orangish kind of strange background. Am I the only one that does not like the reddish No, no. It's one of those awful colors that just bleeds. Flashes. Especially because you've got Hachiak there who's already red. So and it's kind of a pinkish red, even. Yeah, yeah. And you got Bojack's hair there as well, and even Thirteen's hair. So and Janemba's skin. So yeah, I I don't know. I would have gone with like a black or something, maybe. Yeah. So uh, that's the cover image. They gotta stop with this red. They did the same thing last year. The the font. It's one of those almost faux Japanese fonts that's kind of on fire, and you feel like they twisted the letters a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, means it's really awesome, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got going for it. So uh, that's the cover image. Let's talk about the back of the CD <gasps> single. Controversy of the century for me here. I like, weeped. I think this is terrible. You look at the back, you're like, oh, all right, it's a Japanese dude. There's the track listing there. However, I know what Hironobu Kageyama looks like. That man is not Hironobu Kageyama. That is some strange, evil, not doppelganger that needs to be shot. <laughs> looks like a plastic yeah, set on I fire. I seriously hope that the man did not have plastic surgery and that is just a shameless Photoshop job. I hope so. I mean, I put a comparison on the review page. Last year's CD single, this year's CD single. He looks like 15 years younger in this more, new cover. More. He looks like a young... T- well, maybe not a young dude, but... I was going to say, he looks like he's in his 30s. I was, 30s? I mean, like, late 30s? <laughs> Come on, he, that's young dude to us now. <laughs> um, Damn it. I think it's terrible. Yeah, Mary, I'm with you. If he did that to himself, that's awful. If someone did this to him... That's even more awful. I hate them. 
more than I hate I know. I mean, now. what is there to be ashamed of? Dragon Ball's been around forever, and he's been doing the music for forever. <laughs> Hello, the man's got to age at some point. This is terrible. Absolutely well, it's terrible. not like you don't see any of the Seiyu or anybody else that works on the series. I know. <laughs> have, have you seen Masako Nozawa? <laughs> she looks like my my Italian nunny. She's kind of she, old. And she still dyes her hair. That's the best part. I have a feeling that she would scold him to all hell if he was responsible for doing this to himself. So I just... I don't know what they were thinking. Let's uh, move on. That's oh, yeah. So terrible actual content now. Uh, you know, we got lyrics on the inside. We've got... Yeah, credits and all that jazz. And the other thing I'll note about the packaging before we hit the music is that on the disc itself, it's got the Raging Blast 2 logo, but it's also got the Dragon Ball Kai logo, which is interesting because that doesn't appear on the game. It has not appeared on any of the other video game stuff that wasn't already Kai branded, which up until Ultimate Butoden next month has just been Attack of the Saiyan, Saiyajin Raishu on the DS. So weird that we're seeing the Kai logo. I understand why they might, but it's only on the disc. It's not anywhere else. So Yeah, you'd think it'd be on the outside if they're really trying to push the series or something. I think they were just filling up space. Yeah, because it's just weird because there's already Dragon Ball in the title of the game. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, we Whatever. got it, guys. It's it's Dragon Ball. All right, let's talk about the music. This is something I talked about in the review. I don't know that we've had a chance to become so familiar with a game's full vocal version of its opening theme up until Raging Blast 2 because it's used in this Raging Soul mode in the game. And you can go listen to it in the museum mode and all that jazz. So we were, I mean, people had already ripped the song from the game and I... I hooked up the laptop and recorded it from the stereo myself. So we kind of already had the full vocal version before the CD single even hit. So we all pretty much formed our opinions about it. But let's get those opinions once time mores. Mary, I start okay. with you. So first go reaction is that I very much like this song. It's kind of uh, a return to form from when I really liked the vocal openings to the games back in the early 2000s. Except when yeah. I started to listen to the song all a bit more and more and more and realized its similarities to said games from the early 2000s, the Budokai series. It's that one instance where it goes, dun, dun. The night. Go, which is the exact same kind of transition from the Budokai 3 opening. And this is about halfway through the first verse. First verse, yeah. yeah. So it goes through the, the opening, which is, you know, fun. I love the guitar part so much. I mean, it feels like, yeah, it's a rockin' Dragon Ball song again. Yeah, yeah, like the old the themes. Super Survivor vibe going on here. Right, yeah, so yeah. then it, it goes and it does half of the first verse, and then, like you said, it does a dun dun And, and I'm like, oh! Dun, 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 dun. And then you can just fight, line it, fight, fight, fight. And then we were singing that in the car, like we had Battle of Omega playing, and then it goes dun-dun, and then the two of us break into... I, and it just lined up perfectly, I think, it, even down to the tempo. Yeah, yeah. And the song structure. It's it, so similar, and it's that dun dun that just and yet lynches it. Despite the similarities, and it does kind of piss me off. I, I still enjoy the song for what yeah, it yeah. is. If I try not to think about the Budokai three thing too sure, hard. Sure. All right, Heath, how about you? Battle of Omega. Um, did you even play Raging Blast two at all? I've played a little bit. 
Okay. So, I yeah. mean, you weren't playing it for endless hours like I was. No, because so I didn't have to. You've <laughs> 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 Quotes, have to. So you yeah. didn't have that extended familiarity with it kind of playing. I mean, there are modes in Galaxy, or I should say fights in Galaxy mode, where it's, you know, start in Raging Soul and win before Raging Soul ends. So you start fights playing with that song. You get very used to hearing it very often. You didn't have that experience. So tell me about your enjoyment of the song. I like the song. I'll agree with Mary. I really like the opening. I think it was, I'm going to say perfect just for that song where it grabs you and it brings you into the song. Mm. And then you're just kind of stuck and you're like, you know, bobbing your head and just grooving right along with it. Um, I don't know if it's probably because I didn't play really any of the Budokai series. So what you guys are talking about, I guess, didn't really pertain to me because that didn't bother me so much. Well, bother is a strong word. It's more like get fascinated by the similarities and they get hung up on it because we're nerds and like to sync things up and then we can't get it out of our brains. Once once we've thought it, we can't unthink it. Now (laughs) we have this association with... Budokai 3. While you're noting that, I know a lot of people sent this in to me. Giant Bomb, the gaming website, did one of these quick look preview things of it. And during the song, they started singing Sonic Boom from Sonic CD over top the chorus. Oh, jeez. So you've got us singing the Budokai 3 song over it. You've got other people singing Sonic music over top of it. It's I think it's just that it's such a, a typical song structure and has some yeah. standard deliveries in it. I think that's a good it. way to put it. So. That's fair. They just, you know, they took the formula, they followed it, they put it in. And it's a Dragon Ball song. It's a song. <laughs> that's right. I'm with you guys, though. I mean, I enjoy the song. I think it's a... Uh... It's weird. I think it's it's another classic Kageyama song. Yeah. I think it's it's stronger than a lot of the more recent themes that have come out. For sure, for sure. I think in recent years, it's definitely piqued my interest a lot more than the previous ones. Yeah, yeah. Since Budokai 3, I think. Well, that's something I was talking about, is we haven't had any songs since Budokai 2 and 3 that everyone universally loves. Super Survivor is close. I like that song. I don't know if I place it quite up there and i've seen a lot of you know not quite 10 level enjoyments of it other songs not so much there are a lot of middle of the road ones the burst limit opening doesn't always get much love progression last year i'm liking it more as time has passed i, I can't even remember them yeah, right now yeah exactly Tell me a few bars we no i'm not singing <laughs> we had the infinite world song a couple years back which i actually really like a lot that's one that i come back to more often than, than uh I, I thought i would but i think battle of omega is creeping up there in terms of uh, pretty awesomeness, despite its similarities to other things. I think it's going to be interesting to come back in a couple of years and see if oh, I really still enjoy Battle of Omega that much, but uh, I'm hoping I will. I think it's a good you song. Should. It's a solid addition to the uh, yearly growing Dragon Ball song collection. Only to be followed up by a track that won't. All right, let's talk about the track that won't. <laughs> track two, Hyper Crazy. Every day, every night. Hyper crazy. Hyper crazy. It's uh, it's just a B-side from Hironobu Kakeyama on this CD single. It's just another piece of filler. Just So you don't buy just one song. They got to throw something else on there. Mary, I think you've only heard the song once. Uh-huh. Was that enough? I'd listen to it. Ag- <laughs> I would listen to it again. And I have a feeling I-, I like this song slightly more than you two, I'm guessing. But I wouldn't say I love it. But I think what wins me over is the English. And there's a lot yes. of it. It's so endearing and funny that I can't help but 
smile and, and groove along with it. Yeah. It's a it's very poppy. And I like the breakdown towards the end. Yeah, it's got some good elements of it. I like the production values, I guess. Well, something I was talking about in the review was I feel like there's something missing somewhere. Like it never hits whatever that big crescendo was going to be. I don't know if it's missing an instrument somewhere or a backing vocal. Pieces of it are good, but the song as a whole is kind of... Eh. It's definitely a B-side, let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Heath, you let in with the song that can't or won't or wouldn't. Tell me. Because for me, it was it's almost like they took three songs and kind of put them together. Yeah. yeah. These little spots where it just doesn't quite make sense but if you broke it up and you listen to each segment it works yeah yeah like i love the opening of the song yeah i like the opening i like the ending and the middle is just kind of there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is is what i get from it but i mean the the english i have to agree with mary 100 percent. and there's a lot of english in battle of omega as well too so it's uh kind of carrying over yeah, I didn't realize how much there was until I finally got the yeah. lyrics and said, oh, that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, sometimes you do have to get the lyrics to figure it out. Yeah, especially with Hironobu Kageyama's English there. So it's an okay song. It's something that I equated to if the hit song collection series had kept going, this is something oh, absolutely. that I would expect to be on there in the 20s somewhere. You know, higher production values. Hit 18, I think, has some of the best production on any of them kind of finished after that point. I'd love to go back and re-listen to some of the hit collection well, stuff. <laughs> we've got the chosen shoe upstairs. You can yeah. listen to Getting to End. <laughs> all right. With all of the joy and all of the pain within them. Pain? Yeah, hey, some of those are really good. Yeah, but then there's Hit 14, so... Okay, well... Point taken. It's the kind of stuff that I would love to just have playing in the background while we're cleaning the house. All right. I've done a, that. It's a date. Vacuuming this weekend, hit song collections playing. Vacuuming as you can't hear the music. Well, <laughs> that'd be hit 14. <laughs> There's a couple in there that maybe I don't want to hear. I'll start vacuuming then. I, that's hyper crazy. It's an okay song. I, I think it's better than Road to the Promise that we had last year, but uh, it's just there. But Mike, is it hyper crazy? Every, every day, day, every, every night. night. Every day, every night, Kiki Kana, Shakunets day and night. I wear a gay dog, the Tamo Shimeute. Every day, every night, hyper crazy. You guys have anything to say about the karaoke versions? They're they're there. I, yeah, what are you gonna do? That's the standard. I mean, they're yeah. It's just, it's just hey, we we could put more tracks on here. I'm always grasping at straws when I break down the tracks on my reviews. I'm like, what can I say? And here's a sentence about the hyper crazy instrumental there. No, whatever. My final thoughts on this disc is kind of a first for me, in that it's not an immediate go out and buy. I say that because. If you have Raging Blast 2, you already have this song. And while it's not as convenient as ripping your CD and listening to it that way, you probably have enough familiarity with it by now, and it's in your head enough. That's an interesting point. You could take your PS3 or 360 with you, wherever. Yeah, like a boombox. Just put it up there, get the giant (laughs) 90s or 80s sunglasses, and kind of bounce around with Backwards hat. Damn right. Big old high tops. In the night. Right, right. With the B-side just being okay, it's one of those, I don't know about right now, I don't know if we're going to get any more video game collection music thingies, because now it's all on Lantis as opposed to Columbia. Maybe Lantis will do their own collection later on, I don't know, but can't necessarily recommend this to you 
right this second unless you're me. And you're you. And I am me, so I bought it immediately. And we have one that we're going to give away because I ordered an extra copy. It's one of those, I can't recommend it to you. But I'll give it to you for free. But I'll give it to you. So uh, I don't have all the details. Like I haven't figured out what the end date of the contest is going to be. By the time this episode goes up, Go check out Daisenshu EX and the contest page will be there. We'll just be doing a random drawing contest to give away the CD single. We're so creative with that, aren't we? Damn right. Random drawing. Mary, Heath, do you guys have any other final thoughts about Battle of Omega as a CD single? Are you, you kind of on board? Um, If it weren't for the fact that you brought up that logic about the song appearing in the game, I would say this would be a, a buy. Yeah, I mean, it's a CD single, buy it. But... But it's know. in the game a lot, so yeah, I don't yeah. know. It depends on how much you've played the game, right, I right. suppose. What about you, Heath? I'm somewhat indifferent. <laughs> it's, right, I guess. It, if you want it, go buy it. If you don't want it, don't buy it. I mean, it's, it's I just like the way you those, think. It's one of those CDs that, you know, it's, it's just sort of there. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, but if you say that, then what's the point of doing a review? If you want to go buy it. I don't know what to tell you, Mike. <laughs> All right. You, can just you tell wanted me to, it. You bought it. You can just <laughs> tell me to shove it and we can move on. So I would never do that. Yeah. I would. Uh, Good. One- <laughs> That's what I have Mary for. <laughs> One thing I will mention, we didn't note it just now, but in the game, there is a guitar version of the song oh, yeah. where the guitar plays basically the vocal part. That's not on the CD single. So I feel like, eh, could have had, yeah, the karaoke version, which they call instrumental. It's not really an instrumental. It's a karaoke version. It's going to come out on the limited edition. Right, right. So uh, that is our review of the Battle of Omega CD single. Again, it's out right now. It's 1,200 yen. Visit the site. Maybe you can win a free copy of it. Otherwise, go play your Raging Blast 2 and you can hear the song. You've already heard the song. So with that done, uh, let's do January's releases and do an email here. So as we're recording, it is January 7th. That's a Friday right now. Out in Japan is Dragon Ball Kai DVD single disc from the Jinzo Ningen and Cell Arc of Volume 4. Overall, this is Volume 22 of Kai. It's Episode 64 through 66. And remember, the DVDs are standard def, cropped, and 16 by 9. 2940 MSRP over in the yens. CD Japan's got it for 2800. Amazon Japan's got it for 2176. Uh, there's only one other thing coming out this month, so Heath, why don't you take it? On January 26th, the French Content Bond Volume 12 will be coming out. You can pre-order that for 10.02 euro at Amazon France, but it actually retails for 10.55 euro, so win-win. Righto. February's gonna be pretty big. We've got uh, Ultimate Butodem, we've got a new Kai Blu-ray set and a single disc, got Dragon Ball Movie 4 pack from Funimation. I thought the Kai got pushback uh no dragon box got pushback oh, okay my bad yeah uh well that's also kai in japan i don't think oh no kai par 3 from funimation no kai par 3 in australia we'll get to it in February. <laughs> Jeez, how many countries oh, Jeez. Ah! <laughs> i'm so confused yeah there's a lot of stuff coming out in february we'll get to it when we get to it so uh let's do an email i'm going to read you an email here folks from nolan 
Nolan says, let me just say at first that I am a big fan of the podcast and that I normally go on both the Dyson Shoe EX and the Constantine websites. There you go, Heath. To find See, out I like this guy already. recent news of my favorite manga and anime series of all time. I'm currently collecting the Dragon Ball Z DVD sets and Dragon Ball Z Kai on Blu-ray. A couple of days before New Year's Eve, I was trying to look up more information on upcoming Dragon Ball Z Volume 5 when I saw that it was being delayed to an April release. At first, I was shocked at this, but then I remembered how long Dragon Ball Movie 1's new DVD was delayed to a December release. Then I thought to myself, well, self, hopefully Funimation will have the two DBZ TV specials on one of the upcoming Dragon Ball Z sets. If not in one of the Z boxes, then they will probably release it in the rumored movie box. I just hope if they do, then they should label them as specials, not movies, like they did since 2000. And no one stops talking to himself at that point and continues on to us. But <laughs> I want to ask, if they do release them all, would you still think that they would be labeled as specials or movies? So we got a two-part question here, folks. Mary and Heath, I ask you, what are your thoughts? We get this all the time, uh, but do you think Funimation is going to include the TV specials, at least the Bardock and Trunk specials? Uh, I'm going to let Mary go first. I'm going to say if they are going to mirror the Japanese release, then shit, do they? The Japanese version? I do. Now well, I don't remember. Well, all right. <laughs> I'll they play don't it exactly out. mirror. Well, Heath, why don't you tell us about that then? Well... What they did is they took the original two Z Dragon Boxes and split them up into seven. Uh, they've been putting one extra episode on per disc, so rather than having six episodes per disc like the Japanese release had, these Funimation Dragon Boxes have seven episodes per disc. So I know somewhere down the line someone did a bunch of math to try to figure out if they could fit any of these on, and I'm not sure it would work. It maybe could, but here's the thing. Yeah, they got the Dragon Box Masters, but is it the the Masters or is it the box? Because the Bardock and Trunks, as well as the GT TV specials, did not get individual DVD releases in Japan. They were extras exclusive to their respective Dragon Boxes. Correct. So... And they were on bonus discs. They yes, weren't you right. know, included within the series where they originally were broadcast. Right, and we've got no word on extras, on disc extras anyway from Funimation. Okay. We have the books, which is great, but don't know. All right, so I guess my predictions are no, no specials, and they will continue to call them movies. <laughs> I about think you? I have to agree with that. Um, I They've done it for ages and ages. I just don't see how they can really go away from just calling them, you know, what, features, I think is what they call them. Yeah, there's always different depending on what release of it it yeah. was. And at, at that point, I could totally see them just bunching them in with the movies, will they? I We really don't know. Who knows? Well, here's another thing. We, we always talk about how Funimation needs to keep a new version of something, a refreshed version of something on the market. The TV specials are interesting because we did get the DVD and Blu-ray double feature back in February 2008. So it's been a long time, you know, long time, it's been long in enough internet years, yeah. to warrant a new release. However, there was that trend where they were going to start splitting the double features into these $10 single discs. We did get the Bardock and Trunks single discs broken out of the double features. Right, right. That was September... Yeah, yeah, they didn't. I don't think we got cover art for one through four, I think. Four, yeah. Um, and one and two were definitely scheduled. We got these two. That was September 2009. So, I mean, it's still been. We're heading into 2011 here. 
So by the time we finish with the Z boxes, it'll have been two years since this last relevant release. Who the hell knows? I, I don't know that Funimation knows either. So Well, and we don't even know if we're getting the movies or not. Right. I mean, mentioned in the press release, and we've had quotes since that are like, well, we're concentrating on this, the Z series right now, and we don't know. We'll see how they do. It, it may be up in the air. It may depend on future successes. So predictions suck. Yeah, they do. All right. nice if we had something solid. I know. All we can do is tell you what the history is, what we would expect to happen, and then knowing that it's Funimation and that they defy all logic, usually in good ways, occasionally in bad ways, usually in good ways now. Who knows? So, uh, what era you're talking about? I know. We're in the modern era. It's great. Mary, if people it. have questions that we can at least give them some back history right. on. I'll try. You send your emails to podcast at com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at DiesyX.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DiesyX or on Twitter at DiesyX. Right. Oh, all the fantastic places you can engage with Communication. Fellow oh, yeah, peers. and your forum, and you got a chat room. Oh, yeah. If, All that if awesome only stuff. Mary were ever on Twitter. I'm on during the work week for I the know. most part. I had part. to harass you about I that. know. <laughs> well, I got to tell you. I, I, have told... to, I have an old fart phone. I don't use my well, phone. That, that's the thing. Twitter becomes its own new monster when you have a smart Right. Phone. And I don't want to be really smart does. on my phone. <laughs> it costs money, which <laughs> I want to spend elsewhere. I know. You've got your phone bill down to, what, 38 bucks now? Yeah. Because awesome. I disabled my text Mary. plan. Because <laughs> I don't use text. If I'm going to text someone, I'll send it as an email from my work computer. At whatever, right. text.com. Yeah. So I'm like, $45 for a phone bill? That's ridiculous. So it I is. disabled my text plan. Well, now I pay 38 Mary, we need more people like you because it does not cost 20 cents to send it. It's like a gazillion percentage. Increase. I know. The markup is just... I, I refuse to yeah, partake. It's I, am, I would rather spend my money on clothes and be a girly girl and that's not true. spend money on a phone. Especially when you get the text messages from people that's one word. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, just it's one like, letter. Yes. I've gotten those too. It's like, I hope that was worth your money. I always try to use the entire 140 or 160 characters. I do too. I'm like, complete sentences, it punctuation. Really <laughs> it makes it special. And I appreciate the effort. That's it right. Does. That's right. Uh, I think we're done here. You guys have uh, anything? I do want to say that I'm finally playing Enslave now. And uh, Yeah, I can. Oh my gosh. It, it is so Journey to the West edition. I didn't even read Journey to the West. <laughs> I can tell this by looking at the main character. <laughs> it's like if Journey to the West was Uncharted. Yes. So <laughs> I like it. The end. I really need to play that. You do. You do. I just, I only just played through chapter uh, kind of three. Been cursing though. Your well, typical video game frustration. You see this every time I play where I don't see the obvious things. I know. That's why when you play these action adventure games, I kind of play, I don't play with you, but I watch you because you miss things. I need you there to be like, Mike, there's a shining red object over there. That's what it's telling you to go do. So yes. go do that. So I pull you away from Edgeworth to come play this with me. And I pull myself away from Minecraft to Thank come you. do this. That's right. I'm still stuck on that damn Minesweeper game. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't moved on. That's okay. You know, I think they have it in 3D now. Oh, do they? Yeah, I think we're done. So, Mary, thanks for uh, talking some shit this week. I like shooting the shit with you. I know you're, you know, waking up from your cat nap. and Dude, I didn't nap. And we I were, think you and did. We were watching DVD features. It perked me right up. Oh, yeah, we were Back watching the uh, future. Back to the Future stuff. So. Good time. Do you have the box set? Yeah, yeah. It's lovely. So good looking, so good looking. I bet it is. Are you going to get the Star Wars box set? I'm, I'm not a Star Wars fan at all. <laughs> Was that you, Mary? Yes. 
<laughs> Sorry. Am I dripping I no with visuals. sarcasm? <laughs> yeah, please. That was a no. Gotcha. <laughs> In case you couldn't no, we're Star Trek in this house. Or at least I no. am. I am Star Trek in this house. No Star Wars shenanigans. Gentlemen, let me tell you about the Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know this oh. stuff. All right, pulling it back now. So, Mary, thanks. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I got a quibble on my head. Uh, Heath, so Constantine's got some stuff. We've got some stuff, and we've got uh, some more stuff. Do you have news. some junk and stuff to go along with your stuff? I do. Excellent. So, I I have no idea when I'm going to be able to update next, but uh, focus your attentions on Daisenshu EX, <laughs> and I will announce my return when I can update Constantine again. Excellent. I know you're having some of those long nights at work right now. Oh my god. We just started this new project and it's been absolutely crazy. Awesome. So, it's an emergency and uh, the project's running 24-7. <laughs> Which oh my means god. Heath is working at 10pm. I'm working 12-hour shifts. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Every day. Alright, so we got Temple of Trunks. Oh, yeah. We've got... Con- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Cons and I need some Kool-Aid. I think we're all drinking the Kool-Aid this yes. episode. Yes. <laughs> I think so. Isn't it magical? <laughs> Just one of those shows, folks. So, uh, for those two <laughs> very interesting folks, Mary and Heath, my name is Mike for GWX, and uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully, for our manga review of awesomeness. Uh. What? <laughs> is it that time already? Because I've read these volumes like three months ago. <laughs> no, the month- Have you even talked to Jeff? Yeah, yeah. We actually just recorded our low fidelity end of the year episode. I don't think we'd done an episode in like eight months. Oh, yeah. I saw that I popped in as a guest. Uh, did you? Okay. Five minutes. Yeah. So uh, some version of the episode that never made its way online will be going online with the I Can Make a Mess review. And then look for our uh, 2010. Jeff and I gave our top 10 albums of the year. So look for that. At some point. I popped in when you flung your arm out to point at Jeff or something and you hit your mic. (laughs) I do that a lot. (laughs) I get very animated. It's one bad thing about having professional mic stuff with the boom stands. I just knock shit over. I get to get one of those things that hangs in front of me, but I'll still knock it over. And you're like me and you talk with your hands. That's right. Even though I'm not the Italian one here, I talk. All right. So for Mary, for (laughs) Heath. My name is Mike Fujito EX. We will see you next week here on the show. Episode 245 of the podcast. Daizenshu-EX, com. We're done. Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh, how are you? <laughs> That's what the stupid voice is already. <laughs> I don't know. I hope you're recording. It doesn't take us long to get going like this. <laughs> how many beers are you into it, Mike? Uh, I had two earlier, but I'm totally down from those now, so. Sure. Yep. He's coming down. <laughs> oh my god, I'm coming down. Alcohol is a downer. Alright, um... All right, so Heath, are you recording on your side this episode? Yes. Okay. Um, I and just I'm turned him up. Is that okay in your ears, Mary? What'd you say? I turned Heath up. Is that better in your ears? It's pretty loud. Is it pretty loud? All right. So Heath, turn me up more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I turned you down a little bit. All right, Heath, talk. Hello, Mary. How are you? 
Hello, Heath. How are you? Is that a good level? Yes, that's good. All right. So, I'm sorry. Are you recording on your side? Yes, I am recording. Okay. And I'm doing it on the laptop so it doesn't crash. Excellent. I think this is like the third different machine I've recorded on. <laughs> I know. All right. Um, I got my notes. You got anything? I mean, I just linked to your update about the figures. I didn't even bother copying anything then. Way to be productive. Yep. No, I don't think I have anything else because I haven't been around. So. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Whatever. Um, Mary, I know you're good. Mm-hmm. Heath, you're good. I'm good. Okay. Across from me, what? I just hit the microphone. 